Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. I don't know how many times I have seen a Charlie Brown Christmas But every single time I do, I move to tears. By that moment when Charlie Brown is attempting to direct a school play and lamenting the commercialism of the season and begging someone to tell him what Christmas is all about. And then his friend Linus steps onto the stage with his blue blanket and recites the Christmas story from Luke 2. He reminds Charlie Brown and their friends and us what Christmas really is all about. The birth of Jesus Christ. The good news expressed in our reading from the Gospel of Matthew for today. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. God with us always. God for us now and forever. Emmanuel. We know the Christmas story so well, we might forget. Joseph and Mary didn't, not at first. Joseph didn't know what was going to happen when he became engaged to a woman named Mary in their hometown of Nazareth some 2,000 years ago. Engagement in that time and place was a bit different from engagement today. It was binding. It could only end in divorce or death. It was basically the second step in a three-step marriage journey. First, the parents arranged the union. Then, the couple announced their marriage agreement publicly, their engagement. And then, some months later, the couple got married and began living together. This was engagement in the time and place of Jesus. A rough equivalent in our time and place might be if a couple went to the courthouse and got legally married and then was going to have a wedding ceremony in the church some months later. If they broke up between the courthouse and the wedding ceremony, they would still have to get legally divorced. Joseph plans to divorce Mary when he learns that she is pregnant because apparently he believes that she has been unfaithful. And in those circumstances, in that time and place, divorce would have been proper and expected according to Jewish law and custom. And Joseph intends to divorce her quietly because he is a good man and he cares for Mary. And he knows that a public divorce would expose her to public disgrace, which would make it very hard for Mary to find a husband in the future, and again, in that time and place, that would mean she would have no financial or social support and all of the challenge and hardship that would come for Mary and her child being on their own. Mary, Joseph, intends to divorce Mary because he doesn't yet know what Mary knows about her child. Matthew the author of the gospel that bears his name, and one of Jesus' 12 apostles, 
tells the story of the birth of Jesus from the perspective of Joseph. Matthew begins the gospel by recounting an account of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham, indicating that Jesus fulfills the promise God made to Abraham and Sarah that through their extended family, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Indicating that Jesus fulfills the promise spoken to King David that through his descendant, God would establish God's kingdom through the Messiah, the anointed one, the Christ, who will come and bring God's true and lasting peace on earth, who will ultimately set the people free from oppression, who will restore humanity and the whole creation. Luke, the author of the gospel that bears his name and a colleague of the Apostle Paul, tells the story of the birth of Jesus from the perspective of Mary perhaps because Mary was one of his sources as he investigated and recorded the story of Jesus in his gospel. Luke recounts how the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and told her that she had found favor in the eyes of the Lord and not to be afraid because God was with her. And then the angel told her, that she will conceive a son by the power of the Holy Spirit and give birth to a baby boy, and his name will be Jesus, and he will be called the Son of God. Her child, Jesus, will be fully human and fully divine in ways beyond our understanding. And to this wondrous news, Mary responds, Here am I the servant of the Lord. Joseph hears this wondrous news also from an angel in a dream. As Matthew recounts, the angel appears to Joseph in the dream and tells him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife because her child is conceived by the Holy Spirit and his name will be Jesus and he will be called Emmanuel. The name Jesus is from the Hebrew Yeshua, which is derived from the sacred name of God, Yahweh, and means Yahweh saves. The name Jesus means God saves. Emmanuel is from the Hebrew root M with and L, the name of God. With us, God. Emmanuel is God with us. Jesus Christ is God with us. God in the flesh. God who loves us so much that he joined with us in the person of Jesus Christ to save us, to heal us, to give us life. As Matthew recounts, when Joseph awakes from his dream, he does what the angel tells him to do. He takes Mary as his wife, and when her son is born, they name him Jesus. We might pause for a moment to consider 
what God asked of Mary and Joseph and how they responded. They trusted the wondrous news that God revealed to them and they acted in faith and they demonstrated love for God and for each other. Some years ago during a visit to the Norton Simon Museum in Pasadena, I saw this painting by Boccaccio, St. Joseph and the Infant Christ. I was so taken with it by how the painter presents the affection between Joseph and the baby Jesus, that I actually bought a letter-sized print of that painting that is currently hanging on my bedroom wall. Mary and Joseph were not the kind of people whose stories typically echo through history. And God, in God's grace and God's wisdom, chose them to care for his child to raise the son who would change the world, to experience God's presence in wondrous ways. When Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph didn't know how the life of the Savior would unfold, but we do. As the Gospels recount, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, He lived a life of grace and truth. He taught us and showed us how to love. He suffered in this broken world, assuring us that as we suffer in this broken world, we never suffer alone. Jesus died on the cross and was buried, and on the third day rose again to life, taking our death as his own and freeing us from it forever and bringing us with him into life eternal and abundant, life now and forever, life that does not end. He ascended into heaven, and one day he will come again and make all things new, make all things whole, make all things well. Christ is present with us in the ever-present Holy Spirit, in his word and example, in his meal that we'll share later in this service, in his beloved community, the church, in his beautiful creation, in each one of us. God in Christ is, as he promised, with us always. May you experience God's gracious presence in your life. May you follow the example of Joseph and Mary and respond to God's gracious presence in faith and hope and love. May you live and share in this and every season the truly good news, what Christmas really is all about. Jesus Christ is our Savior, Emmanuel. God with us and for us, now and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. 
If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.